Hello, everyone, and welcome into episode number three of the Pucks Out podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. I am Bobby Butler, and with me, as always, is Mr. Brandon Bond. hey We are in the Standing Stone Farm studio. It's about time to crack a cold one and start number three, huh? Let's do it, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a cold one. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going to be honest with you, Bobby. It's going to be a rough day for me. So I had, I had already cracked mine. I tried to trick you and everybody, but I, that, that was my bad. So on this episode, we've got a apology we need to get to about some uh, fake news that was brought to our attention from episode number one. Man, I always knew that I always knew we were going to have to do one of these, Bobby. I really thought that it was going to going to be you that had to do it. But it's me. Uh, Remy, a follower of ours on Twitter, has brought to our attention that I said that Adam Banks on the Mighty Ducks was the skater that couldn't stop, when we all know that he was the team ringer. It was actually Luis Mendoza that couldn't stop and, and kept running into the cans, and so that, you know, I've shamed, you know, my parents, obviously, Penalty Box Radio, uh, uh, you know, they've given me a platform, and I've and I've done something so embarrassing, and frankly, I'm I'm disappointed in my. Are you? I'm trying to give an apology here, man, and you're cracking open a beer. I mean, that was so boring. I already finished my first oh, one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> On the week that they announced that Emilio Estevez is coming back with with the Mighty Ducks. I just I'm, I just wanted to say that I'm I'm sorry to to all of you that have trusted my uh, trusted my my authority on Mighty Ducks I would say and it's it's been shattered I've since <laughs> been kicked out of many clubs and many Goldberg actually came here high on meth trying to steal his jersey <laughs> back from me man so I mean it's been rough on me too out there so just you know just keep that in mind as you. Public, publicly shame me, I would imagine. It's kind of like a scarlet letter type situation is what I'm expecting. I think that's, you know. I think that's good for a first apology for some. Well, no. moving on now. What have you been up to this last week, man? Man, not a lot. You know, just Super Bowl party, such uh, stuff like that. Yeah, you we're going to talk a little Super gonna, Bowl later. We're talk a little bit of the Super yeah, Bowl. I, uh, uh, you know, watching some, some. We actually found that out when we were at the Preds game Monday night, uh, a week ago from tonight. And wow, that was, you know, so it was double crushing. Yeah, and since then, I've also went to the Vegas game, which was equally disappointing, if right not worse. after two big wins. Yeah. So. But anyway, so yeah, this, uh, this past week, I started my first skating and hockey lessons oh yeah so that was How's fun that i didn't bust my ass oh, so but i'm i'm ma- but i was using rental skates and just uh i actually just got back from buying my first pair of skates and what do you know i ran into a fan of ours at the store oh yeah so sh- shout out to mr todd oh todd yeah hey appreciate you listening out there man you know <laughs> hopefully uh hopefully you know the apology you know you don't go back and fact check me uh past this point man so but yeah so today we are drinking some Shinerbach Texas Classic we uh, drank a good bit of this in Dallas for yeah, the winter classic we like to we like <laughs> to drink like the locals when we go places so but, um, this was perfect i yeah. uh i love the I love the Shinerbach as a, as a good domestic beer. So so moving on to some news and notes from around the league. We were going to talk about this last week, but on with the unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant, we wanted to move this back a little bit so we could give it our full attention. So it was reported back on January 21st that Oilers affiliate uh, player Brandon Manning was suspended five games for directing a racial slur towards Boku and Mama. I personally think that five games is ridiculous. I have way too low. I have a very extreme and quite frankly probably a polarizing opinion on this that if you get caught using a racial slur on the ice, you're done for life. You're done. It's 2020, you've had plenty of warnings, you know better by now. If you're a retired player who gets caught using racial slurs off the ice, your records are expunged from the league. You're done. You're you're kicked out of the Hall of Fame, your name is taken off the cup, any awards. And frankly, there's just no room for it anymore in the league. It but while we were in Dallas, we met an awesome guy. His name his was Ben. Wa- and his wife. Yeah, his name was Ben Douglas. He's a person of color in the hockey world. He plays, grew up playing uh, in Dallas, and now lives in Santa Fe. Brandon here uh, sat down and interviewed him, 
And Brandon, why don't you uh, tell us how that went? Yeah, I uh, reached out to him. We're not really set up just yet for to take phone calls. Otherwise, we'll, we will have him on, and we're actually going to have him on, not just to talk about specifically racism in hockey, but just sit down and talk with us. He was a genuinely good dude. So, again, you know, we're two white guys that didn't play hockey when we were younger. So, you know, this is something that we didn't really have an expertise on, but wanted to give a platform to speak about it a little bit so the first question that i that i asked him i I said was racism a major problem for you growing up playing hockey ben said i wouldn't say it was a major problem but it was a problem the problem was that it wasn't getting heated in the moment of the game and slashing someone or lining them up for a big hit it was that they were expressly trying to hurt me or get get at me in a way that they knew was horrible the lowest they could go i then asked was it more general or specifically used to target a player that's playing well he said being the only black guy on most of my teams it was definitely geared towards me and had nothing to do with whether i just i just put up a hattie or i was a non-factor in the game as you got older did it get worse i asked him it peaked around the bantam to high school age but decreased with travel hockey in juniors i think a part of the reason that it happened less in juniors though it did still happen was that kids didn't want the consequence if it was going to drop the gloves or have a teammate drop them for me you have to hold yourself to a higher standard also once you get to that higher level of hockey you already have a better head on your shoulders maybe so i mean definitely interesting that it seemed to change a little bit for him just like what you said bobby some consequence that that may come you know again hockey has a built-in consequence for a lot of stuff like that that means i'm gonna fight you so i asked him also did it tend to come overtly or was was it like more subtle were they just trying to get inside inside of his head using the race issue he told me both when it came to on ice play on the ice play it was more overt knee-jerk reaction and not as not as thought out but walking around the rink having other coaches or teams saying things like you gonna go get a chicken and waffles now or call me brother i hope you get some watermelon with smirks on their face, that sort of hurtful, subtle attacks. I I asked also, I wanted to know if it was just confined to external individuals, uh, other teams, players, coach, or did he get it a little bit from teammates and and parents of teammates, that kind of stuff. He said, getting a lot of the subtle stuff from my own team was probably even worse, but at the age I was and the sport I was in, I just let it go. Looking back on it now, I wish I had said something or called it out. Getting called Whitey as nickname in juniors or my teammates dropping the N-word because they thought it was okay since we were friends was something that I, I should have stepped up and changed then. I mean, that's, you know, that's tough to, uh, as a kid, you know, having to try to decide whether you're going to stand up for racism or just, you know, get to play the sport you love because, yeah. you know, maybe not, maybe not have any other options. A lot heavier than we go. It's very clear that it was a big problem for Ben and a big issue for Ben. So I hate to hear that's what he went through. And, you know, you can definitely understand why he wouldn't want to rock the boat or, you know, that's not that's a that's a scary thing for a kid. So, hey, Ben, thanks a lot, man. We really appreciate appreciate getting your take and getting your opinion on this. So before we move on to the lighter part of the show, we real quickly want to give a shout out to fellow contributor for Penalty Box Radio, Abigail Martin. Last night. Pretty revolting stuff happened. Uh, I'm not going to repeat the language that was used on the show, but if you want to go follow her on Twitter, you can see what went down. But pretty much we're going to do a quick glance at trolling in sports and sports media. As guys, we we can't really understand what women in this atmosphere go through on a day-to-day basis, but trolling is definitely prevalent to both men and women. First off, to Mike and his old, I guess, uh, username on Twitter used to be at the underscore MTN underscore. Stop being a douchebag, dude. That was an yeah. asshole movie, did. Like I said, I'm not going to go into what he said. If you want to see it, go give uh, Abby a follow. She uh, she covers MTSU. She follows a lot of hockey. She, fo- she uh, follows the Preds. She's a great reporter. She's, she's much, got a bright future in front of her. She's a much better journalist than we are, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. They just gave us microphones, and we just get to And we had to buy them ourselves. Them. So we, yeah, 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 man. We're drinking Shinerbach here on air, brother. Okay, so this is a this is you know this is an actual reporter and contributor to PBR. Yeah. Not that we're not we contribute our our, our own <laughs> yeah. thing, man. But no, I mean so honestly, no, if th- there's a difference between trolling. You know, light trolling, for example, like when I went on the Preds Facebook and said I wanted to split a Subban and Marshan jersey, that doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> but when you yeah. send death threats to a kicker who misses a field goal or, or send sexually explicit things to female reporters, that's 
I mean, that hurts them. Basically all of Kevin Durant's career. (laughs) 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 Yeah, man. So, no, I absolutely 100% agree. You know, and again, you spoke to we can't can't know what it feels like to be a woman in this line of work. All right, so now it's time to uh, bring it up a little bit and get a little happy, talk some hockey. So, will Alex Ovechkin pass Wayne Gretzky in most goals of all time? He's chasing Wayne Gretzky's 894 goals. That number seems huge, but in reality, he needs to average 36 goals for the next seven seasons. And since he's already passed that halfway through this season, it's good. I mean, you could say he might. He, I think he's going to score 60 at least this season. Maybe I think if I had to put money on it, I would say he scores 66 goals this season. 66 goals this season. I mean, he could do it. He could absolutely do it. It's, you know, it's tough to think that. I think he's going to be pasta by three goals at the end of the day. For the for the rocket Rashad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're not getting that point, buddy. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, I think that I'd say, yeah, I think I think he'll I think he'll yeah. beat it. I think holding the crown is different than chasing it. I think that, you know, if he's 40 short. And he's on a contract year and maybe five years and or six years. He's gonna stay around for that extra year and and maybe extra two seasons at that point with that age and and, and get it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, with the way he's playing. Yeah. I mean, age doesn't seem to be a factor with him right now. Age doesn't seem to be a factor. He doesn't. You know, knock on wood, he doesn't sustain big injuries. He's usually playing most games so it's a it's a crazy number yep. but if there's somebody that can do it it's it's alex ovechkin for and sure. remember kids when your parents tell you alcohol is not good for you just look at alex ovechkin <laughs> <laughs> just say yeah come on dad give me some vodka you know apparently there's it's a, the breakfast of champions there's a story out there where oh apparently apparently Ovi crosses the sauces when they're you know they get the team meals for pasta and he like will take the white sauce ladle and like ladle into the red sauce and just use the what same ladle. What an absolute monster! What I mean, what are you gonna say to the guy? He says, "I'll take my sixty goals elsewhere." And she, you know, like, don't ever threaten me, buddy. I'm actually a KGB agent. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're both on agreement that he's he's passing that mark. I don't. See I mean, how he does I think sure. most. You know, people who know what they're talking about would say that he's the greatest scorer of all time. I mean, Wayne Gretzky did what no other has done and won't ever be able to do again just because of the state of the league. I mean, goaltending alone is so much better than that, that era. So, we where we stand right now, as of recording this, we are 21 days from the trade deadline. Anyone who watched that Vegas game for the Preds knows that we might be sellers at the deadline. I said before the Vegas game... That the next five games, so now the next four games, we had to get seven points out of them if we wanted to be buyers. And I thought that was a, I thought that was a little strong. You know, maybe I mean, five, maybe maybe five I mean, points out of the next five games. I mean, you know, we're we're still what are we third or fourth in the wild card? Yeah, but we have to make a decision at the trade deadline whether we're going to be buyers or sellers. True, true. But so, we don't have to be either. You can be a, you can stay, you can stagnate. I mean, I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't think David Poyle's going to do that. No, though. I mean, I don't think he is either. I'm saying, you know, I, I haven't decided. I think he's the kind of GM that itches to make a move at the trade deadline. Yeah. He just has to. Yeah, but if it's if it works. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's a bad so, yeah. thing. So, I mean, we've seen what if, the Wizard can we, do. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to know at some point whether it's time to sell or not. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying, no, no, we're never going to sell. We can always make it. No, nothing. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying – we're not in a position right now that is like, okay, let's go ahead and start start planning that. Who uh, who are you thinking that they're gonna be looking to trade if they do? Yeah, so uh, these are two guys that I really like, but you know this is a business. These are both UFAs coming up this year. I've got Old Bones, Nick Benino, and Crazy Legs, Craig Smith, are two guys that I think we could be sellers at the deadline and get rid of them yeah. and bring in some picks, some young guys, stack the Admirals a little bit and see what they can do there. I fear this one specifically for myself, you know, but but I feel like he could fetch a decent haul. Grandland, man, Mikael yeah. Grandland. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I mean he's been playing like, better since John Hines here. He really, yeah, he's been looking really good up in that trade know, value. Like you said, 
you want to stock up, stock up a farm team. And I mean, Granlin wasn't everything that he was in, in Minnesota when he came here. But again, like you said, he's looked really, really good under under John Hines. It could have been just a system thing. Some coaches are dead set that my system is the right way to play play instead of playing to their personnel. And it's the it's literally the dumbest thing you can do in sports today. You know, it's not play to your specific personnel. So that would be unfortunate to, to lose Granlin. So we're keeping the hockey talk a little bit shorter today. We've got because we've got a long pop culture segment today because we're moving to the end of our Star Wars segment. So, but before we do that, how about the Kansas City Chiefs are now the world champions? And for those of you out there who are not smarter than a first grader, the Kansas City Chiefs play in Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. Just throwing that out there, not directed towards anybody. Yeah. Just in case you don't know that. Just in case you weren't aware. No. Harm, no foul, if you didn't know. <laughs> um, okay, so Super Bowl 31-20. I was, you know, I won, I won a little bit of money on Super Bowl squares. Shout out to my folks, though. They won a decent amount of money uh, on Super Bowl squares, so so happy for them. The the game, 30, 31-20, as I said. I was eight points off, Bobby. Yeah, your I prediction was, was closer. Off, uh, so... Towards the end, though, when that last play, I thought he was going to catch it and run it in with zero seconds on the clock. I thought I was my prediction was going to come true, yeah. and they were well no, closer. It, it was me. It was me. So we'll figure out a punishment for that. So yeah, so definitely, you're definitely getting punished for, yeah. for, for that. We're, uh, so. we're working on a, a spin wheel to work on punishment. So we need some help from you guys. If you guys have any ideas for some punishments that we can do, nothing too crazy, no money, I, no no tattoos, no cutting hair. I'm open to tattoos. No, yeah, I mean he's <laughs> open to tattoo, but just send him a tattoo request. That's you know, I'm not getting any tattoos. <laughs> so you know, that's I'm just gonna throw that out there. All right. So uh, what were you drinking during the game, man? You have anything? Oh, yes, I do. And I was going to ask you, so thank you for bringing it up. I actually brought bought two things, and one was a classic beer I love, my Killian's Irish Red. I wanted to mix it up a little bit, and it was probably one of the more disgusting beers I've ever put in my mouth. You you have a habit of doing that, just like buying like a, a crap load of something. It was a six-pack. And then, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean it's well, I like can't, I can't taste six-pack. test it in Kroger. Yeah, but you don't have to go. You don't have to test it on Super Sunday either, well, man. Well, that's why I bought a six-pack of Killian's, because I knew I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a Black Abbey Porter. Uh, I can't exactly. It was a purple uh, logo. It was not good. I drank about a quarter of it, and it was it was a, like a coffee based porter. And I like coffee porters, but yeah, not this one. This one was disgusting. I had drank my Killians, and it was quite funny actually. We went, we did our shopping after the Vegas game, and I was quite drunk and decided I was you? <laughs> decided no. I was going to buy about fifteen no. bags of chips. <laughs> oh, I, okay. Yeah. So, and I bought literally every single flavor of Doritos they have. So I got the regular, the blue. The, You're ready for Super the, Sunday, the sweet dude. chili. And the that, sweet chili's pretty good. It's I solid. A, what I, I really like, though, is the new rap. Post Malone uh, Flamin' Hot Limon flavor. <laughs> it was I good. I haven't seen that. You know, I'm not it's a big, bright green neon bag. You know, I, 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 I order most of my groceries now, so we don't have to walk Old bougie ass over here. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That You know, I feel so fancy. But it's like $10. I'm like, dude, I'm going to spend way more than $10 on stuff that I see. I'm yeah. gonna, on Post Malone's Limons, dude. <laughs> So what were you drinking during the game? Um, you know, I kept it all. I kept it classy. I, I kept it, you know, rolling rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So nothing, nothing too, nothing too crazy. You had to go to work. Yeah. You know, they got they got to switch it to Saturday, don't they? I think Super Monday needs to be. Why not move President's Day to that Monday? They're all dead. They're, they don't care what day President's dead. Day is on, they're man. Dead, move man. President's Day to Super Monday. That would be that would be so perfect. Oh, I mean, obviously it would still be better for it to be on Saturday. Like, let's get out of this suit. It doesn't have to be on a Sunday. We can just yeah. change it. It's no big but deal. But if you're going to keep it on Sunday, you, there are so many holidays that so no one cares many. about. You can just so move to many. another day. So many holidays. If you want my vote for president, that's going to be that's your, fir- you that's your first executive action. you got to have that. On your platform, like <laughs> I'm gonna need a candidate that understands that Super Monday for some of us is very important. So yeah, so Super Monday that that way you can get wild and everybody can have fun. So we wanted to talk commercials. Yeah. Okay. Not great this year. I 
wanted to jump in here and steal a least favorite, okay? Because I didn't want you to steal a least favorite. Okay. Political ads. Any Damn political it, yes. ads. Any political ads. What are you doing? Yeah. Unless your political ad has something to do with you making <laughs> Super Monday a national holiday, I don't know. Yeah, they're not for no, Super Bowl Sunday, man. No, I don't care what party affiliation you are. No, don't do it. You're dumb. Don't do it. Okay, that's it. Well, we share those least favorite because I was pretty. <laughs> I, I, I came in here heated to that's talk about that. It. That's <laughs> it. You know, I don't want it to make it seem like it's a, this is a partisan thing, dude. It is no. It's just no. a holy day. You know, you never know who you're hanging out with and stuff, and like inevitably somebody's gonna get pissed off. I mean, not that that yeah. happened. You know, at our party. Luckily, I just watched like it at that. home with my wife, so I was able to. You were, but you I was able to express my. You opinion. were arguing with yourself, though, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so some favorites, though. Oh, I have my favorite, okay, and I loved I'm it. Let you get, I'm gonna let you get your first. Oh, uh, it was either the Hyundai commercial, the the Boston, the Smack Car. Yeah, that was my favorite by know. far. I loved it. I don't know. I think they could have done it a little better. You know, I liked I liked all the people in it, like, and I liked the premise of it. It's wicked smart. Yeah. I'll, okay, so now I guess I get the actual true number one. Dude, it had to be Jason Momoa taking off his muscles, really? dude. Yeah, oh, we that hated that. so funny. No. Megan and I just looked at each other like, what is that? This no, is horrible. No, that one was so funny. Yeah, that, see, that's what you get for just watching it alone at home, dude, with you just you two. You don't get real people to banter it off of. Like, <laughs> It was funny, man. I didn't. I didn't like super watch them. Even no, year, I so. watched them a little bit, but like there was nothing really that caught my the eye. The Groundhog Day one. Bill <laughs> Take it or leave it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. I liked that one. That was probably one of my. It was. One of my more I don't know. It, it was all right. The Sam Elliott little. Oh, the, what was it? Oh uh, yeah, Sam. little mouse Sam Elliott. I like that. Okay. His mustache that dancing. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. I liked Post Malone's. I liked, the best part of it though was the was the horse. Yes. That was just yeah. Like, the prancing. No, no. Well, that. But like the other horse. When Sam Elliott looks yeah. to his horse, and the horse is like, "Nah, dog, like, <laughs> give it up," you know. So, so that was super. That was my favorite part of, of that. But I thought it was a good football game. It was, you know, if you liked. It was, yeah. It was. It got just, good towards the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just depends on what kind of football you like. Yeah. You know, like if you like close. I, I, I was, I was talking to, you know, folks at the yeah. party and just saying. No, it's going to be a close game. I just hope it's a close game. Yeah. For them. And for the most part, it was. I mean, it never got really out of hand. So, All right. Yeah. So, one thing we want to talk about had me fuming the other day. And that is what John, and that is what Mayor John Cooper has done to the soccer team. Yeah. That's, uh, he, it's real frustrating. Yeah. He, uh, it's negged out on a deal that they had. The council voted, I believe it was like, 34 to 6 or something like that overwhelmingly and because he was part of the six he has now shot down uh deconstruction of the fairgrounds and the fair board commission the fairgrounds commissioner is like hey can we do this these buildings are now obsolete yeah and we cannot use them anymore because we've already done you know Taking out all the electrical work yeah. and all that stuff. So, so at this point, he's being willfully, willfully ignorant and willfully. Yeah, and I mean, he but, ran on getting this deal done in yeah. his election. That's what that's what he ran on. Yeah, and, and because he's now a yellow belly coward who won't stand up for what he said, you know, no, he neither he needs to get removed from office or get voted out next election cycle. This is not okay because this uh, is be, it has made him a liar now. Yeah, it's super frustrating and it's. You know, it's not what you want to see with this yeah. with this state. I mean, we're already not going to go because I mean, we're going to go. We're just not going to buy season tickets until they're actually in the new stadium. Yeah, I'm not going about to go to and watch them at uh, buy, Nissan. I don't want to buy season tickets at Nissan Stadium. No, and they're, it's not a fu- got, it's, it's not a fun stadium to go to. You know, it's not a very <laughs> fan friendly place. Yeah. I, you know, as, as many times as I've gone. Um, so yeah, so get the get the get the deal done. It's uh, I know some folks want it to. To be moved somewhere else and stuff, and that's you know that's fine if there was a viable option, bring it to the table. So we got games of the week. Time to get back to a little bit of talking hockey, and the way this is gonna work, we tell you what games you should watch if you have the capability of doing it. We're gonna tell you who we think is gonna win, and at the end of the day, we will tally it up. We'll get two points for a win, no points for a loss. We can pick one game out of this week. We picked four games. We can get one game out of them to double down on. Meaning, if we win, we get four points, but if we lose, we lose a point. So that's a pretty that can be a pretty big swing if 
you know, if you if you lose a double down. Are we required to take a double down? Yes. My first game of the week is the is the night that this episode airs, Wednesday. It's it's the Maple Leafs versus the Rangers. I think that's a good solid Eastern Conference showdown. I think uh, Austin Matthews and the Leafs pull that one out. For my game number one, I actually have the Panthers and the Blue Jackets. It's actually Tuesday before the before the podcast comes out, so. This game will have already happened, so if I'm wrong, make sure you tweet at Bobby and tell tell him that I'm I'm an idiot. I'm gonna go with the the Panthers here. Game number two. Who do you got, buddy? So this is on Friday night. I got the Wild versus the Stars. Good Central Division matchup. Preds fans, you need to get out and watch this. It has a lot to do with us, where we're gonna fall on the wild card. So if we may, if we make the wild card, <laughs> yeah. How far below the the two spots are we gonna fall? <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna take uh, the Stars. Taking Stars in that game. I have a game for you that's actually on Wednesday as well. So definitely. You'll probably be able to watch this one easier anyway since it's on NBC. Bruins, Blackhawks. I'm not getting crazy here. I'm going to take the Bruins, man. I'm not not, going to fall for any double-down trap. All right, so on Saturday night, we've got the Islanders versus the Lightning. I think it's going to be sneaky good. I think that uh, the Islanders are playing real well right now, and we get to see the fastest skater in the world right now, Mr. Barzell. Oh, yeah. Uh, And this one, I'm going to take the Isles. Okay. I think I was going to pull this one out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to double down ah, on that one, though. Okay. I was going to say, why not, man? Why not? Go for broke. Okay, so on Thursday, February 6th, Penguins versus Lightning. And so before they go get devastatingly beat by the Islanders on Saturday, I think that the Lightning are going to beat the Penguins, and I'm going to double down on it. Okay. So, Solid. All right, so for my last game of the week, I've got the uh, Ottawa Senators – Versus the Jets. This is a 1 p.m. matinee game on Saturday. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. What a choice, Bobby. I think Preds fans need to watch this. And I think, you know, watching matinee hockey, man. Matinee hockey is sure. always good. Sure. And I guess, you know, no football yeah. at all. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. So, okay. Good call. Since it's a and, 1 uh, game. This I'll is, give it to you. And this is going to be my, I'm going to double down on Ottawa. No. the Jets. No way. Why are you making this so easy for me, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna dominate. I'm to make it interesting, it. man. Yeah, but it's not gonna be interesting when you lose everything. Okay, so I I actually have for Saturday the Predators Oilers. Again, talking about the Preds needing points, and they usually give the Oilers a good a good go of it. So I'm at, but I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Oilers, and maybe if I'm wrong, I'll at least be happy that I was wrong. So Oilers, Oilers over the Preds on Saturday the eighth. All right, man. So let's move on into joke of the week. Yeah, we actually, joke of the week. We actually have a wonderful announcement for the last week's joke of the week of gritty of gritty stop clapping bobby he's <laughs> he's he shouldn't have been put himself in a position <laughs> in the first place gritty cleared of all charges again we want to reiterate what bobby brought up last Woo! week we want to reiterate that throughout this whole process <laughs> the police the newspaper keeping up kayfabe dude gritty is that's what the new that's what the police put out <laughs> gritty has been cleared of all charges so, so congratulations to to Gritty. He can go back to doing whatever Gritty does. I, I wonder guess. if they questioned him in his in his outfit. Did, did they mean, did they ask him to come down to the police station and or, and like put him in the interrogation like, room as Gritty? Or did like the <laughs> or did the Flyers lawyers go with him and were like, look, we'll let you talk to the guy. But we're going to need y'all to sign some really tight NDAs. Or the lawyers are also in little gritty outfits, they but were. not skinnier. <laughs> it was actually Gritty's own personal lawyers. They were gritty in Armani. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Gritty cleared of all charges. And funny enough, that's not even the, the, the joke of the week. That's just, a, that's just a close out last <laughs> week's joke of the week. So, James Dolan. Knicks, New York Knicks owner, gets super, super mad about anything. You know, anybody directing any, anybody directing any save the team, sell the team type talk, anything like that. He's a, he's an uber, uber crybaby when it comes to this stuff. So when they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies and we're getting blown out, the arena erupts and uh, sell the team chants. 
just sell the team. And so James Dolan's super mad. He's trying to get security to pipe in music. So it, it drowns <laughs> out these people saying sell the team. But it doesn't. It just gives them a nice little beat for them to see <laughs> to scream sell the team at. So he then finds the closest teenager that is also chanting sell the team at him because he likes to sit in the stands instead of sitting in an owner's box because he's so loved. He gets mad at the teenager for yelling sell the team at him, telling him it's rude and it's, he's going to kick him out and ban him. out and ban him, you know. What a joke, Bobby. <laughs> what a joke. Are you kidding me? This billionaire, even if the kid was being rude, dude, you're a you're a billionaire. You own an NBA team. Are you telling me what some little basketball fan, some teenager says to you? You're that you're that shaken up by it that you want to get him tossed out and thrown out? Oh my yeah. god. What a joke. The video's man. up on YouTube. Go watch go, it. Go it's watch it's it, man. quite ridiculous. What a joke. You should you should be forced to sell the team. Yeah, you know. Uh, the the Nick they're awful, man. They're yeah. terrible. They are not not good at all. So what a joke. Now we move on to one of the funnest parts, talking some pop culture. And we are on part three of four of our Star Wars discussion. And I want to give a quick shout out. If you like Star Wars, if you like listening to everything about Star Wars, go listen to our friends on the Hyperspace Hangout podcast. They're much more knowledgeable than we are. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just like talking about it, so yeah. we bought microphones to do so. <laughs> so. But anyway, so today we are doing our – really, it was going to be top ten. But we decided to change the top 15 because there's just so many. Well, we're doing a consensus. Yeah. We're doing so a consensus. So. We're not each giving it. We're giving it as a show. But today we're doing top 15 lightsaber duels. And I think this is going to be a fun one. So 15 through 11, we'll just fly through real quick. You know, and We, want, we had to mention them. We yeah, we had, they're, they had to be mentioned. But at number 15, we've got the Dark Lord himself, Darth Vader, versus Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. Hey, do not forget old Palp sitting back, just relaxing, enjoying the show. He hadn't seen light, live lightsaber combat <laughs> in quite some time. Dude was dude was pumped about it. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. So that had to be number fifteen. So number fourteen, we had Obi Wan and Anakin fighting Dooku, where Anakin ends up killing Dooku. Yeah. In the Revenge of the Sith. And then at thirteen. We've got Mace Windu versus Darth Sidious. Technically, that was a four-on-one, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the first five seconds. <laughs> oh, oh, Kit Fisto. He never stood a oh, chance, did man. he? Man, got shredded. Number 12, we actually have Luke and Vader in Empire Strikes Back, and that was that was such a fun fight. He, yeah. Vader, Vader's giving him about 40%. Yeah. He's just like, come on, come, come to the dark side. You know, yeah. He's just trying to join. He's like throwing stuff yeah. at him. So that He wasn't was even paying cool. attention. He stepped back over a ledge. I was like, oh, crap. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I would love to see a, a cut where you see him trying to get up off his back in that big suit. Oh, like, he's, oh, like no. a tur- he's like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it has its advantages. Yeah. <laughs> so at number 11, we've got Darth Sidious versus Savage Opress and Darth Maul from the Clone Wars. Yeah, so some people won't have seen that. Yeah. Whether you've seen the Clone Wars or you haven't, go watch that fight. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. So so now to move on to the top ten. Right, and top starting 10. out at number ten, Obi-Wan versus General Grievous of the Separatist Army. And this was uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Awesome. What an awesome fight. That yeah. That was so, so short. And you know, in the original script, it meant to be a lot longer, and they decided they looked at the times, and, it's, and that's why he pulled the thing down on him. He was supposed to fight every all of those droids right. originally. He was supposed right. to fight all of them, but they decided for time they were going to cut it out. They have so many battles with him in the Clone yeah. Wars. So yeah, so that but that was a that, that was definitely a top ten fight. Number nine, we have Yoda fighting Darth Sidious, Revenge of the Sith. That was an that awesome was a fun fight. fight. That was fun. Um, personally, on my personal list, it, it was lower. I thought I love Yoda. It was a lot of fun. It's just so 
acrobatic, just jumping around. And uh, like I'll mention later, if there's one way to defeat Yoda, it's just throw stuff at him or he around loves, him. He loves to play catch. Yeah. He's really like He will drop what he's doing to catch anything. He, he doesn't know how to dodge. <laughs> <laughs> he forgets. He's, you know, yeah. he's like, he, oh, got to catch it. Got to catch it. Gotta, you know. What do we have at number eight, Bobby? At number eight, we've got Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker versus Ventress from the Clone Wars. That was, and this was the the Clone Wars, you know, because they fought a couple of different times. Yeah. But the one where she had been like excommunicated from the Dooku, Sith. Yeah, Dooku just excommunicated yeah. her. So that, yeah, that was super awesome. There's that one point where she gets both Anakin and Obi Wan up into a force choke. Yeah. In both one time and almost had the battle if it wasn't for a ship crashing in. Number seven, we have the Kylo Ren and Rey fighting. Well, starting with Snoke, I guess. <laughs> I guess. He didn't put up much of a fight. Yeah. So starting with Snoke, but fighting the, the Praetorian guards uh, uh, that Snoke had, had guarding him. Those weapons and things that they, those things had, awesome, uh, right? The nunchuck the, things yeah, were the, cool. That just turned into a regular yeah. staff if you need it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, I mean, the, it really goes to show how bad that movie was with such an awesome, badass fight scene. It was still such a bad Movie. Right, we have it in our top seven duels fights of all time. But yeah, I mean, even at the end when Ray throws the throws the saber, yeah, just catches it right. It oh, so cool! Turns it right back. Yeah, yeah, I loved it, man. That was cool. That was super cool. But now moving on to number six, and this is one of my personal favorite. Not number one yeah. or two, but it's in my. It would be in my personal top f- four or five. Your yeah, you your battle and got it up so high. I love the fight. Yeah. I, you know, I it's like you felt with the Sidious fight. You know, I felt it was a little lower but he loves it so yeah. much he ranked it so high so <laughs> consensus brings it up here, and so. this is darth maul versus previsla and i think it has a lot to do that i love darth maul and i love mandalorians so seeing the two of them fight are so much fun it's a fun the clone wars you've got the dark saber you've got darth maul with his robot legs yeah. and it really goes to show that yeah the mandalorians are great fighters but all that technology means nothing to the power of the force yeah i yeah. mean once his jetpack went out he, you know, he had no choice but to give in to the power of the dark side. Yeah, he, he gave him a good fight. And he gives, yeah. He gives a couple different people a good fight in there. But now moving on to number five. And this started out as a 2v2, quickly turned into a 2v1. Yeah. And that is Obi-Wan Kenobi and Ada Gallia versus Savage Press and Darth Maul. Yeah, she got, got rammed. She got the, worked. She got rammed in the chest pretty early on by, yeah. uh, by Savage And that is not an innuendo. Spikes. No, that, yeah, they, it wasn't like they just went off and were doing their thing. Is not what I'm saying. No, she she got murdered yeah. <laughs> pretty early on by Savajo Press, uh, Maul's brother. So I think he's the only one we've seen being like, "Oh, I have horns on my head. I can use these in battle." It's, he's a, he, you know he's smart in a really dumb kind of way. Yeah, you know he was he he was resourceful. Yeah. He, so at number four, we have. It's funny because it, it is actually so expanded and it's going to sound like I've messed up and Bobby just did a terrible job of editing. But really, this is just how the fight kind of played out. So it started off with Dooku fighting Savage Opress, Darth Maul's older brother, and Asajj Ventress, Dooku's former apprentice. Well, the battle gets separated up. Dooku continues to fight Asajj Ventress. And who shows up but Anakin and Obi-Wan... To fight Savage Opress. So you have the, all of these fight scenes going on in, in Clone Wars. And, I mean, just purely based off the volume. I mean, it was hard yeah. to rank it lower because, I mean, even if there was some bad parts, there was so much going on. One thing I really liked about it was it, it showed how much better Dooku was than his student. Oh, the moment goodness. it was 1v1, he was given, like, 30% effort. And he played, yeah, he played real hard into the... Uh, the rule of two. He was never gonna have a apprentice beat him. Yeah. So that was uh, that was our number four. Number three was really high on your list. You yeah, I really liked this one a lot. And I know you didn't like it as much. And that is Ashoka Tano versus the Dark Lord Darth Vader in Rebels. I think you got a the the quality of the fight, the acrobatics, and I know we're really just judging off. Light the you master. just got really excited because you got to see a piece of Anakin's face. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, you saw, like, they did the cool thing where it's, like, his, like, natural voice mixed in with, like, the the yeah. machine voice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And when she said, I'll never leave you, and he said, leave or die. 
Like you could tell he was at this point he was so he's far like, into dude, the dark I'm side. I'm so fed up. He's like the dad that's like talking about people leaving the lights on. Yeah. You know, he's he's done with it. Yeah. You turn the light off or you're dying today, kid. Yeah, that's that, so but the thing is, Bobby, it ranks so high. And we talked about before ranking that it was just pure the lightsaber, and now you yeah. brought up the but voice change. I have a I have a question that I'm not sure okay. about. Is that the last time we truly see Darth Vader use lightsaber mastery, like being able to use the like? Because after that, we see him kind of yeah he he he's so old and decrepit that he's kind of just swinging left and right yeah. But I th- so I think that's the last time we see Darth Vader. The badass, and not Darth Vader, the old grumpy old man. So now moving in to number two, and this is when it starts getting good, guys. It's Obi Wan Kenobi, old Annie, and Yoda versus Dooku. To be fair, it was one v one, one v one, one v one. Yeah, because they are not smart. Obi Wan comes in, gets beat by Dooku. Then Anakin gets his arm cut off by Dooku. Then Yoda comes in. And again, gets, yeah, no, that was a super good duel. Yeah, it was amazing. Then he got the stuff thrown at him. Yeah. Well, it was really more he threw stuff at Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. That's really what you got to do is you got to throw stuff at other people. Which I feel like, so how about just a quick force push and push that stuff off and then get back to fighting? Right. Like, you know, you don't have to hold or pull it them like, to you. We, we get it, Yoda. You're super strong, yeah. dude. You know like, what I don't like? And I remember thinking this as a kid when I saw this in theaters is, all right, Yoda's jumping all over the place and he jumped on Dooku's ship like three times. How hard would it be like, oh, this is the only ship in this area. What if I just use my lightsaber and just chop it so he can't leave? Just let's in case. mess the ship up. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just let's cut off his mo because because eventually those guys are gonna get, gonna wake up. Yoda has an appointment at the DMV <laughs> later. He didn't wanna he didn't wanna <laughs> risk the, the ship. So now I know what you guys are thinking. You've got How are we gonna leave out two, two one of these fights that that are left that everyone knows is one of the best? Well, don't worry. We're we, not leaving it out. We actually went with a 1A, 1B situation, yeah. which I hate it when people do that, but, but I get yeah, it. Yeah, we had to, yeah. Uh, so my my one and Bobby's one was a little different, but it was only these two that were our one and twos. Yeah. Mine was the Anakin and Obi, Anakin versus Obi-Wan on Mustafar, dude. You got it all, dude. You got falling, you know, you got lava, you got two guys that know each other so well, so... That was my number one. And then obviously, Bobby, you're number one. Yeah. So my number one, it's what I think about when I think of Star Wars. Second best. And when you hear the music, you know what's happening. It is the Duel of the Fates. Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi take on Darth Maul. And it was, we saw the the downfall of Qui-Gon Jinn. We saw Obi-Wan truly come into himself. And we see Darth Maul, just the mastery of the lightsaber, jumping all around, taking on two, you know, a Jedi master and Jedi apprentice. Yeah, that was, I mean, you can't, like I said, it was very easy to say 1A, 1B. But, like, the Mustafar fight wasn't, it's not like it was a big gap. They were, to me, they are truly 1A, 1B for different reasons. Right, right. I mean, definitely... uh, Love Duel of Fates. And I think that they complement each other so well because of the high ground. Yeah. You go from one from <laughs> Obi-Wan winning with the low ground to winning because he has the high ground. He's uh, he's versatile. He's so good at learning from his past battles that one of the and one of the reasons Anakin wasn't completely perfect and one of the reasons why he fell to the dark side was that he was short sighted. Well, Didn't see the he, long game. We'll talk I think Next week we're just gonna do some some general general talk and yeah we may talk we might find a rankings talk, to rank or something but may, may talk uh, like lightsaber forms or something like that yeah but because of his lightsaber form it was defensively offensive you know yeah. and so his style was just so suited to fight other saber yeah. fighters so but yeah so that and we have a couple honorable mentions. You know, just real quick, we've got Obi-Wan versus Jango Fett, which I loved seeing that in the theaters. No saves. Yeah, so (laughs) can't make it. We've got Dark Ahsoka versus Obi-Wan and Annie. That was, yeah, that was super cool. And the only reason it didn't make it was because it was very clear that both Annie and Obi-Wan were given like 40%. Yeah. If they wanted to, they could have ended her so quick. Something I liked style-wise was the Rey and Kylo fight from The Force Awakens. That yeah. was that was uh, the snow and all the trees falling and like you can what you can tell is very raw lightsaber talent with nobody that's yeah. taught them how to how to fight with the lightsaber. You know, you got the the dash in with the yeah. with the stabs and 
just pure anger coming from Kylo with no yeah. real channel to it. And another honorable mention that we have to talk about, bad CGI be damned, is the fighting pits on Geonosis. You've got yeah. all the Jedi versus all of the Geonosians. And, you know, you've got Mace Window killing Jango. Yeah. It was just all around cool seeing all the sabers light up. My, uh, you know, another one that I that, that we definitely needed to talk about was Obi Wan um, fighting Darth Vader in A New yeah. Hope for the first time ever. So they're they're rusty. They're a <laughs> little rusty. Even rusty. They're a bit rusty. Again, he's in retirement, just like <laughs> just like Obi Wan. So, so yeah. But the 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 one that started it all really had to be mentioned there was no way that we would get away with not doing that so that's gonna take us into our final couple segments what are you binging and i see bobby on the show doc here that you've changed what you're binging yeah thank goodness you have because i came into this ready to rip you up so originally when when this show doc started it was it was going to be the chilling adventures of sabrina because my wife and i love that show and the new season season three just came out well we haven't had time to sit down and watch it so i'm not going to lie to you guys one thing that i have been binge watching is the good place I mean, how can you so good? Yeah, so, so Megan's not a big fan of it right now. I think oh she has to give it some goodness. more. Oh but I mean, how can goodness. you not love Kirsten Bell, dude? The, well, just the it's so good. I didn't think or I really went into it thinking that I wouldn't like it. You yeah. know, I think oh, this is kind of stupid. For years, I thought it was gonna be bad until I actually tried it. Me too, and it is so good. You're so right. Kristen Bell is so good, and Ted Danson is awesome in it. And yeah, so while I watch that, I'm drinking a beer that I found at my local liquor store uh, by Old Shed Brewing Company called Potbelly Porter. It's a real smooth chocolate, like chocolate porter. So, sounds disgusting. Bobby. It's delicious. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that sounds that sounds good, man, for you. Uh, so what I'm what I've been binging lately, Mr. Robot. It's a USA series. The final season just aired on USA. I actually haven't seen the final season yet. So good, man. Rami Malik is awesome. It is a truly great show. So I would highly recommend those to get out there and and watch it. It's actually the. F- for first four seasons are on Amazon, Amazon Prime, so you'll be able to, to check it out there, uh, the Amazon video app. But what I've been drinking a little bit of is the Wicked Weed Smashville Golden Ale. Really, really, really good, man. It's, it's a super cool bottle and design on it. It's almost like a graffiti-style predator on the side. So, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I gotta give it a shot. You gotta give it a shot. It's not a, it's not an IPA or anything like that, so you won't hate it too bad. So now let's move into what snaps your stick. And I've got a good one this week. So much. I've been thinking about so much to snap my stick. One. So when it comes to sports, one thing that I hate, and you see this a lot on Preds Facebook and even Preds Twitter, which is a little bit more level-headed but not for this so here's a psa for everyone out there national commentators for nbc sports fox sports cbs sports they don't hate your local team they don't care they might have their own known biases but it doesn't come out they're not they don't hate your team stop thinking that nbc sports hates the predators Stop thinking that Fox Sports hates the Titans. They may give you a hard, they may give you a hard go about but it. But they give a lot listen, of people the hard. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you listen closely, a lot of times they go too far on every team. Yeah. Mike Bilberry is bad because he's bad, not yeah. because he hates the Predators. Everyone hates you Mike Bilberry. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, he's not, he's just, I just don't like him doing his job. It's not because I think he hates my specific team. Great, yeah. great snapping my, great snapping your stick, dude. I, I love it. Could actually kind of go to really any anything, but but sports is mostly what I buy tickets for, so this is what it. So that's why I'm going to use it as my sports answer. Predatory ticket agencies that have such exorbitant exorbitant fees, such high fees. You know they get get bought out all the tickets get bought out immediately and immediately put onto resale companies. Ticketmaster being the only place you can get a get a ticket. It's just getting out of hand yeah. that, that they're able to have such a monopoly. No, and I mean, that's those are the times I'm happy to be a season ticket holder for the Preds because sometimes I get on to see what like the going price of tickets are. Sometimes they're just outrageous, yeah. man. 
Yeah, I mean, we've been. I've been People. to events where I've paid just as much in fees as I did for the actual ticket. No. Like to go to like the Vanderbilt game, you know, down here in Nashville, it was the tickets were seven or eight bucks, as Vanderbilt tickets tend <laughs> to be sometimes. And it ended up being, you know, I bought two tickets for six or seven bucks a piece, and it was twenty-two bucks. How? How? It yeah. didn't cost you anything. It costed it cost you no money. Yeah. So that's what that's what snaps my stick sports wise. What is snapping your stick in the external of the sports world these days, man? So this is gonna piss off a lot of people if you're unlucky enough to have parents that did this to you. Yeah. This, this is, is people who have normal names like Jeff or Alexander or Brayden, and they spell them weird. My the thing I hate the most is Jeff with a G. Get out of here, man. Geoff? <laughs> what are you doing? And I've got a list here. Just these crazy things. You've got Alexander, A-L-E-X-Z-A-N-D-R-E. What are you doing? Okay, so I want to highlight. I have zero problem with the with the, the messed up spelled name in itself. What I do have a problem with is people that are so upset that you've spelled it incorrectly. And I think that's what causes my hatred that's, for it. You know, that is my thing. Look. Be, you can spell your name like Prince spelled his name with a symbol. I have zero problem with that. But don't get mad when I spell it the normal way. But I'm going to, you know, you tell me your name is Prince. My first <laughs> thing that goes to my head is not drawing a symbol. <laughs> um, you know, that's, you know uh, that's just the way I was taught, I guess. You know what a big offender of, in this class of people? At the Ashleys. Uh. Any level of Ashley. There's so many ways yeah. that you can spell their name. So, Megan's can be pretty bad too. Luckily, my Megan? wife, she spells hers like a normal person. Well, no, you got like, I, oh, no, or you see, say. And I feel like you're saying normal people. Lots of people are normal people, but admit when your name is not spelled as yeah. traditionally spelled. Or like when they introduce themselves and they go ahead and tell you, it's like, hi, I'm Megan with an H. Like, <laughs> oh, we, I don't care. I'm not writing a check out to you right now. What if you're looking her up on Facebook, though, Bobby? Maybe that's her Insta tag. No, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. And, you want to sell me on your And I just saw this one. I didn't realize there was such a way this bad to spell the name David. D-A-F-Y-D-D. Daffid. 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 But it says it's supposed to be David. Dude, all the Daffids are going to be coming out of the woodwork to hate on us. I will dude. take on all two of you. <laughs> oh... So enough making fun of potentially everyone <laughs> in our audience now, Bobby. Let's move on to me, where I will isolate the people that ha have potentially done this. When parents let their kids run around at the restaurant, wears me out, dude. Snaps my stick so bad, I, I cannot handle it. Yeah. And some people get so mad when, like, a newborn baby cries or whatever. Look, I don't get I, mad at that. It's I a baby. I get it. It's a baby. It doesn't understand. And you're, you, as long as you're trying. But Yeah, but you are a grown-up. Your seven-year-old probably shouldn't be running around the table where people are carrying hot food on trays to other people. And, and traditionally, the person that lets their kid run around the table is also going to get mad that their food is late. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, Karen, and I'm sorry for those Karens out there. You're just getting generalized. I'm sorry, Karen. Your kid ran into me and spilled hot coffee on his forehead. That was your fault, not my fault. So, snaps my stick. All right, and before we sign off, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter, at PucksOutPod, and on Instagram, at PucksOutPod. And stay on the lookout for after this airs. We'll, we'll be raffling off two free lower bowl tickets to the Predators game on February 18th. It is the Hockey is for Everyone night against Carolina. And all you have to do is go to our Twitter, retweet, like, and follow us. And you could be selected to win those tickets. All right. Well, that just about wraps up. I got one last shout-out to give. This weekend coming up on the 7th, 8th, and 9th is the Southeastern Collegiate Hockey Tournament at Fordyce Center in Bellevue. Come on out. See the best teams in the SEC take on each other. See who's going to win. I'll be there working some of the games, taking stats. I think Brandon might try and show up. Yeah, I'm going to try to make an appearance, but not no stats involved yeah. for me. We, uh, we are one of the sponsors on the boards. Pucks Out Podcast will be sponsoring. And one of our sponsors, Standing Stone Farms Cheese Making, will also be a sponsor. So come on out. Check it out. It's going to be a good time. We'll watch some, some Southern hockey, see what everyone has to do. And, uh, all right, guys. There will be no pig racing at this <laughs> event, I want to highlight. <laughs> But, all right, that about wraps up our time. I'm Bobby Butler, and for Brandon Bond, this has been the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Peace. Peace.